0: out there in Radioland. This is Rob, and uh, let me see if this thing is actually working here. It looks like it's working. All right. <laughs> sorry, I was a little discombobulated there. Uh, traffic was horrible getting over to the station this evening, and uh, there's a little bit of a change in the layout here, so I'm a little thrown off. But anyway, sorry for the uh, interruption of mid-song there and then cutting off (laughs) the next song but that of course we just heard from look back and laugh and uh they did a track called this cost we absorb and uh my set today is going to concentrate mostly on bands uh from the bay area in the uh 2000 range 2000s i know we're still or let me rephrase that yeah the 2000s but pre 2020, um, more early 2000s, dating up. Uh, I think the latest 2000s track I'm playing is maybe 2018. Once again, these are all Barrier bands. Um, and I also have a very, very special guest this evening uh, Eliza from Chemical Victim Zine and many other Barrier uh, punk things. Uh, but uh, sorry I'm totally here we go Um, but anyway I'm gonna jump into my first set before I have Eliza come on the air and uh, she has got a killer set of more modern barrier punk and hardcore stuff for you but I'm gonna stick with the uh, earlier 2000s right now and I'm gonna kick off with what happens next doing a track called banner size politics
1: A new and distortion, masses of evil! That's what a operation, kill them all! Cause of one night, of war! Kill them all! Get what a operation, kill them all! That's what a man Fucked huh? So fucked This is the end of the world One nation that gave her own the end of the world One nation oh, acting for all This is the and end of it
0: Welcome back to Radio Land. Uh, we have overcome our technical difficulties here. Uh, once again, this is Rob. And uh, and uh, that was one of my favorite, just all-time favorite Bay Area bands. Uh, Artemis Pyle, doing Parched, uh, have spoke to uh, one of the main members of the band a few times about maybe uh, reforming someday, and he said... Uh, pretty much impossible (laughs) but uh i'm hopeful so uh we'll see what happens and before that was case of emergency doing a song called what i see strung up doing oakland violence and uh, we started everything off with what happens next uh doing banner size politics and uh, such, uh, I don't know if you've ever had a chance to see what happens next, but they were definitely one of the funnest barrier bands I've ever seen. And uh, it was just, <laughs> the antics were unbelievable. So, um, as mentioned earlier, and as promised, I have Eliza here from Chemical Victim Fanzine. And uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
2: Hi, uh, my name is Eliza. Uh, I run Chemical Victim, which is a zine, and I also book shows in the Bay Area. Um, I'm, I made a playlist today uh, that's basically some of my favorite um, hardcore and hardcore punk bands from all around California. Uh, definitely mostly like LA and the Bay Area, though. We're going to start it off with Video Pricks uh, track one and follow it off with track two from the same band.
0: All right, here we go. <laughs>
2: Alright, so that was Government Cleanup Plans, uh, self titled. Um and before that was Video Prick's track one and track two. Uh at the beginning of this I said that Video Prick was from California. All the other bands are, but they are not. They're actually from Seattle, Washington. So Video Prick if you're hearing this, I apologize, but you guys rip. Um Next up, we're going to be spinning a record from Chico Band Stress oh. Relief. Oh. This is a seven inch called "Losing Slash Failing."
0: Not, not quite, not quite. Yet. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I need to get that set up, um, but in a minute in we'll a get minute, to that. We'll yeah, get yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but you did see Video Prick in California, yeah. So that kind of counts for something, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and they played with Gel actually here in San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I totally missed that show. I was doing something else that night. Did you like Jell?
2: Yeah, so I actually went to the show for Jell, and I didn't know who like any of the opening bands were, uh-huh. but uh, Video Prick was the first band that played that night, and they just absolutely were insane. Their energy was like the vocalist just running back and forth the stage. He like, hung himself with his mic. It was awesome. And then the other openers, they weren't really my thing, and then Jell, of course, was great, but Video Pick really stuck with me.
0: Well, it's funny because I'm glad that you said that because I always it's kind of my standard rule, and I always try to encourage people, you know, I'm not a fan of people who just roll in to see, like, they're like, oh, Jell's playing, uh, yeah. and then they just show up at, like, 10 o'clock to see Jell. Like, then they're gonna miss Video Prick, or, exactly. sombi- or or a comparable, very exciting new band that maybe just doesn't have the name or the recognition yet. So that's cool that you went early, you caught all the bands, and now you're a fan of someone who opened the show. Yeah. So I... When I go to shows, like, I just, I try really hard never to miss a band, especially if it's a band I've never seen before, because you never know. They <laughs> maybe yeah. end up being your favorite band. Um, so I want to talk a little bit more about your zine. Uh, so you're on issue seven or eight? 8
2: I'm on working on issue 10 now. 10? Okay, yeah, issue wow. Issue nine came out uh, December 2022. Mm-hmm. And before that was issue eight, which was the one year anniversary yep. issue. Um, but yeah, issue 10 is in the works now and should be out in February. In February.
0: Yeah. Um, and so y- h- how many years ago did you start doing a zine? Just one. Just, um, you f- wow. It,
2: yeah. It was October, 2021.
0: Holy cow. So you're doing almost a zine a month, right? Every other month. Every at other first
2: mo- I was trying to do that, but they're all 40 pages. Uh-huh. Like, um, at the, at first it was half digital, half collage. Now it's 100% hand collage. So it takes time. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's
0: so cool. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I remember, I mean, so much is digital now. And I remember, because I've I worked for, I don't know if you're familiar with the Zine Maximum Rock and Roll. I love Maximum Rock and Roll. But, you know, I worked there for many, many years. I still work there. I still do a radio show there. But obviously the print yeah. portion is gone. But I re- remember, I never did layout. Uh, but I remember before, you know, Computers and digital and uh, graphic layout and everything. I would go in there, and it was a multi-page zine, and they were cranking out one a month. And uh, I would see the stack of the kind of collaged like glued down paper yep. like it was it was always fascinating to me you know it's but it,
2: annoying too to like hold on to but it's yeah so good too
0: so i know you make a lot of flyers do you all is that all collaged out yeah. as well well and the flyers pasted? are hand drawn so hand i drawn. draw them
2: all and sometimes i will call like if you go like I'm the instagram or something you'll see like some of them will have a drawing and then the text looks like i digitally edited it but it's actually printed out paper that i collaged over my drawing but at this point it's all just ballpoint pen is how I do them now. That's so cool. That's Thanks. great to hear.
0: Keeping the, I guess, the essence of zines alive in a yeah. way, you know? Thank you. Sure. Um, thank you <laughs> for doing that. Um, I have more questions, but we let's get to some music again. I'm going to jump back uh, to the uh, uh, earlier 2000s. I'm going to kick things off here with, uh, once again, these are all Bay Area bands and uh, the band coming up is called deadfall who went on to be in a band called synthetic id and now the singer of deadfall i see quite often around the city he works in a local club so it's always great to see him but anyways that's here nor there they're doing a track called seize a day from their mass destruction record and it goes something like this Uh, No 2000s punk (laughs) various hardcore scene uh, set would be complete without our turn. Uh, There are straight edge kings there doing a track called Jailbreak from their Catch Your Breath record. Before that was blown to bits. Doing Axis of Evil, Conquest for Death, doing It Seems the Whole World Should. And uh, a little side story of Conquest for Death... It's pretty incredible uh, where they have toured in the world. They actually have toured all over. They have played in um, Africa. They played a metal fest in Namibia. And they went to, where was it? Uh, They played two shows in Mongolia as well. Uh, And they're from the Bay Area. And it's really incredible, all the places in the world. I, I could go on and on where they have they've been. They have been to the Mauritius Islands, the Reunion Islands. Uh, where there is a show, all you um, conquest for death will go. And before that was uh, The Needles doing a track called Ugly World, Lights Out doing No Greater Distance, Capitals Casualties doing Suicide Mission, Wojtzec doing Ex-Friend X, and we started everything off with Deadfall doing Seas a Day, we remind you you are listening to Psyched Radio here in San Francisco, California. Our studio is based here in Thrill House Records, so if you are in the Bay Area, please stop by Throwhouse Records and throw some money their way for their phenomenal record selection for you to purchase and enjoy. And that's about that. And uh, as mentioned earlier and as you've heard, I have Eliza here from chemical victim zine also a fabulous show booker and before we get to her next set of tunes actually i actually have another question so i know you have some shows coming up but what's you have one coming up this weekend yeah, right this uh, sunday. Tell, tell, tell the folks out there what were you, what were you anticipating on sunday
2: so uh this sunday january 22nd 2023 uh there's a show at stagel deli in oakland california and it's uh in order Failed Earth, Sea Lockbow, Love, False Flag, who played a show on a BART train less than two weeks ago, by the way, you might have seen that on the news, and uh, Dimebag from L.A. Um, We also have, well, I also have some stuff coming up uh, February, March, and April, even more stuff planned, I mean, gonna have things all year. But right now, the other thing that's announced to the public is the show here at Thrill House Records on February 11th, also Saturday, with Doc and the Parasites, Scam Likely, False Flag, and there was one more band. Warning. Yeah.
0: Man. <laughs> I've been to a number of your shows. You do one hell of a job of booking Thank great you. bands, great bands. Um, but of course, I think the ultimate for everyone uh, I already what, know what you're going to say. Absolutely. was uh, Cancer Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At Third and
2: Army Skate Park. Yeah. Legendary, legendary place.
0: No one died that night, so congratulations. Thankfully. Yeah.
2: I, <laughs> I, you know, the one thing that I was actually, I wasn't even scared about anything except for the generator and the trash. Yeah. Because, see, I knew what to in- expect from a Cancer Christ show. I knew it was going to be gnarly, but I actually didn't know about their confetti and i didn't really make the connection with the bible burning until it was happening Uh and so i mean like i felt bad because there's like no dump near there so we didn't leave it all there we bagged it all up but then all i could really do is like leave it at the front of the park hoping that mta would see it but it wasn't there next time I went back. Oh, I'm so, sure somebody... Yeah, it worked out. But that that was a really amazing show. It's like... Pe- they, they still, like... They're so sweet, Cancer Christ. They always, like, post about it and tag me and stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They're and really you could, nice. I
0: think they even autographed one of your zines and we're selling um, those, They right? bought 25 uh-huh. off of
2: me. They bought them in bulk and I shipped them to them and then, yeah, they autographed them and have been, like... I sent them, like, some buttons, too. Like, um, and they've been, like, doing little bundles. It's cute.
0: So... Why don't I hit you with one more question before we go to your tracks here. I'm really curious. um, I mean, obviously you're approaching this from a a really strong DIY uh, uh, function, but you had to start somewhere. Did you just say fuck it and just like you went for it and you kind of figured out how to book shows on your own and do a cut and paste or did you have like a appear that was like hey this is kind of do get, like maybe somebody kind of helped you along or how did you just get your foot into doing those things because you're doing so much right now and so many rad things and you're doing it so f- fluidly like it seems i mean i know you're busting your butt on the back end yeah. but it's not easy to put together a show or put together a zine and especially as consistently as you are Thank so you. i'm curious of how you ramped up so quickly and how you learned so much so quickly.
2: Um. So okay, like just the best way I can think of to answer it is like I I thought zines were cool because like over quarantine I started like learning about like the original like punk punk and hardcore zines of like the 70s 80s 90s and like um there was this site contextual dissemination hmm. you got to spell that out it's kind of hard but um it's an amazing online zine archive it's like in alphabetical or you could just find anything on there it's awesome and so i started like reading those like i saw like a cool like cramps interview from like their early mm. years and it like really inspired me and then there were other local zines in the bay that i realized like other people around me were doing them but i didn't get like really inspired by their style of zine i just was like other people are doing this around me that's really cool um and so i like posted and i was like does anyone want to help out with the zine but it was always my zine. I just wanted like contributors. And so my friend Aaron, Aaron Gallagher, he worked with me from issue one to issue eight and he would just do interviews with metal bands um, that he would go see live that I couldn't make it to the show for. Um, And he would do it the old style way. He'd like record it on cassette, which was cool. Um, And then my friend Anushka, she still helps me to this very day. Um, She's always been like financial aid for me. So like I make it, but I can't afford to invest in it so she's literally like just like my best friend and she like invests in it and has everything for free in return and any anything she wants um so yeah that's like my little team but now at this point it's all me doing the shows and the zine and then anushka helping me out in that way me and aaron are still cool but he's doing his own thing
0: right on wow thank you thank you for that explanation it's it's fascinating to me i mean i worked for zine I worked for Maximum Rock and Roll for, uh, like, 20-something years, but, and I did a lot of shit work, but I never laid out the zine and, or I really did much of any interviews or anything. Right. Um, I was a record reviewer, wrote a column and stuff, so I contributed, but I saw how hard they worked to make it happen. And to get it printed, and to do all the things on the back end that nobody really thinks about. Yeah. So uh, kudos to you for Thanks. <laughs> kicking so much ass. Yeah. All right.
2: That's super cool about Maximum Rock and Roll too. I really look up to them, so it's cool that you worked with
0: them. Yeah. I I I'll, I'll tell you some stories off air about Maximum, but uh, mm-hmm. I've been there for a long time, but uh, it's still um, it's, it sits. I don't mean this in a negative way but it sits heavy in my heart. Like I feel like it's so integral to who I am. Yeah. From when I first started reading maximum back in the 80s to to today. Like people still talk come up well uh, like still come up and talk to me about m- like
3: <laughs> still the, gold, the,
0: the golden yeah. years of maximum rock and roll. Yeah. So it's really interesting how, much, how impactful it's been on so many people and still continues to be with reviews and yeah. the radio show. So um, coming up next, uh, I'm going to turn that back over to you. You've got your California set yes. popping here.
2: So we're going to go into it with Faking the Funk, You Get Did by Zulu. This is not their most recent release, but it's their second most recent release. And... Their new album is dropping on March 3rd of this year, the day before they play in Berkeley, so check that out. Right, so those two songs were Disciple and Fool to the Game by Volcano. Before that was some George Cristanza here from the SF Bay Area, some Sissy Fit from Stockton, and uh, Animosity, uh, also from San Francisco.
0: Right on. Uh, oh, wait, and Zulu, right? We started. Yeah, we Zul-
2: started things off with Zulu from L.A.
0: Who, I think you were just saying, we were just talking about, I mean, uh, who are playing here... March
2: um, third, at Berkeley. Yeah, at uh, I want to say UC Theater.
0: Were you at that Zulu X Bar show where the singer did a like a flying flip? (laughs) Like just just ran across the stage. Wow! I mean, it's always really cool to see people who are not in bands doing cool stage Mm -hmm. dives. But when someone in a band does something really insane on the stage while they're performing and then somehow m- magically just reappears back on the stage and continues going. It's like mind-blowing. It, it's
2: crazy Yeah, see.
0: I mean, I know you've I've st- probably staged Dive a number of times. I've staged Dive. So much can go wrong. Oh, yeah. And even if it doesn't go wrong, usually you need a second or two to kind of regroup and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like crack yeah, I've heads heard with somebody. i stories. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> and then... But for someone to do that mid-performance and then be able to just, Keep I guess, going. Crazy. I've never been in a band, uh, but I guess if the adrenaline, it's like, I don't know, you watch a pro wrestler or something and he gets hurt in the middle of the match, but he has—he keeps going, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. I, I, mean, I think it's the same mentality. You're just like, you're so pumped and with uh, yeah. uh, adrenaline yeah, that you just like, all right, well.
2: I mean, I've, I have some, like, experience, like, with uh, my friends in False Flag. Shout out to them if they're listening. They've let me, like, sing with them uh-huh. on stage and stuff before. And I've been mic-checked and, like, my I've had my teeth, like, slightly knocked in. And uh-huh. it's, like, I never got it checked and stuff like that. And then, like, yeah, like, and, like, pit injuries as well outside of, like, performances. But definitely the adrenaline, whether you're on stage or, like, just going really hard in the pit, I'd say kind of feels the same. And... For me, every time I've been seriously injured, I didn't know I was injured until I saw it, <laughs> you know? Like, that's a consistent thing.
0: <laughs> so. Um, so, actually, I'm glad you brought that up. So, I have seen, I don't think I've ever actually seen you on a mic uh, really? fronting a band. I don't think so. Well, I,
2: I don't have my own band, but I've, mm, I have friends who will let me... Uh-huh. sing with their like I've sang with Warning I I played drums for Warning once at my second ever show for like one of their songs only um, but most of the time it's been with my friends in False Flag yeah. letting me do covers and like sing backup vocals on their originals uh, I have tried to start bands but it I don't have time right now you know what I mean
0: Oh absolutely <laughs> you're a little busy as I yeah. understand <laughs> um, I have to share a quick story we were talking about Teeth it popped in my head. So, uh, the very first show I went to, uh, I don't think, uh, as a side note, thank you for interviewing me. I'm looking forward oh, to yeah. that coming out. Look
2: out for that in February. Guys. Uh,
0: so now I get to ask you questions. Um, <laughs> but I do have a dumb little story. I don't think I shared this with you. Uh, when I went and saw my first show uh, and it was, it was still to this day, one of the most chaotic shows I've ever seen. Like it was just, a bazillion stage dives uh the crowd literally tried to tear the front of the stage off Whoa. like the wood they started tearing the paneling of the wood off of the stage That's uh, insane. so anyway uh long story short i was it was uh, one of the very last songs and somebody jumped on me and pulled me off the stage and i fell on the floor like oh. the stage dove and i stood up <clears throat> and someone jumped on my head different person jumped on top of my head and their body weight hit the um, top of my head dude. and uh my this is my first show and uh when my my teeth hit together so hard it shattered half of one of my front teeth off so <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my god so I, I think you could probably relate with this though i i've never met your mom but based on stories you're saying uh she sounds pretty cool <laughs> uh, but my mom and dad at that point were not particularly understanding of what i was experiencing i don't want to tell them that so i it's went home with sh- like a shattered tooth oh my and uh, uh i still lived at home and they were like you know i had a whole night to try to come up with the story because i yeah. got home at like you know midnight or whatever yeah. so i made up this whole story about how uh, me and my friend uh were roughhousing and he like because you know yeah. We'd be stupid uh, dudes and wrestle around or whatever. But I, he, I told her that uh, he need me in the mouth. And he had knocked one of my... Broke one of my teeth oh out. Gosh. And she bought it. I mean,
2: it is kind of believable. But God, she but, probably wouldn't have liked the other way around.
0: You know, I don't know if she really bought it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think moms have that.
2: Well, did she know you were at a show that She night? did know I went to a show. Hmm. Yeah. So,
3: who, who knows?
0: And... Uh, she did see my T-shirt that had footprints all over it from people climbing on me to get, so <laughs> get yeah, on the stage.
2: She probably had an yeah. inkling that maybe you weren't telling yeah. the truth. But hey, that's a great first anyway, show story. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and Do you one know more what bands? It bef- oh yeah, yeah. Um, it was during uh, DRI. Dude, yeah.
2: that. I think you actually did mention that in your interview. Oh, yeah? I, I, I might have mentioned DRI. Because I asked you about your first show. Yeah,
0: it was so. DRI and uh, Dr. No in uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. That's a, a lovely, great lovely, lovely great place. And the club that they had it in was a pretty prominent club. It was, it's kind of like uh, their like, Great American Music Hall. Yeah. And it's still there. Like their city's version. Yeah, yeah. and it's still there That's doing awesome. shows. So.
2: That's an g- awesome story.
0: What was your first show?
2: Uh. Okay, well, first, punk show, because I went to, like, concerts, like, sure. growing up and stuff, but uh, first ever punk show was Black Flag at Slim's, which, rest in peace, Slim's, I miss you very dearly. Um, Slim's was, like, a historic, for anyone who doesn't know, is like, a historical um, venue in the Tenderloin of San Francisco that has since been, ter- or, it's not in the Tenderloin, actually, but it's kind of sort of near uh anyways and it is now become a nightclub called Yellow nightclub which makes me very sad <laughs> but yeah i saw black flag there um and i really like didn't know what to expect i actually found out who black flag was that day because of pretty and strong from false flag they like told me and i was like okay i'll go see this band and I remember, like, get, like uh, Strong pulled me into the pit for the first time <laughs> during, like, one of the songs off the Slip It In album. I couldn't tell you which ones, but they were playing that. And it was just so cool. And, like, Slims will always hold, like, such a special place in my heart. That was, like, where I saw, like my first couple punk shows and i remember like uh great american Music Hall as well was very yeah. um important to me and that one is in the tenderloin so to correct my earlier mistake but um i saw mdc tsol and the avengers at great american music wow. back in 2019 and i got to meet dave and we all took a picture with him oh rad dave so, dichter there yeah. we
0: go super cool
2: yeah so you know um I got into... That was when I was, like, 13. And since then, like, it just grew. And then the DIY community... Like, I love DIY shows way more than I'll ever love a concert. Like, I would... This year, I'd rather go to 510 Grindfest and see all these awesome local bands than go see Black Flag, even though I love Black Flag mm-hmm. and saw them first. I'd rather... I'd rather see what we got down over here. But, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, and as we were talking about earlier, there's just... There's a beauty in seeing unknown unrecognized bands yeah. who are giving a thousand percent as opposed to maybe an older not that you not that older bands don't rock but yeah, i think you understand where i'm going they, with this there's you know? kind
2: of like a different energy and it's not like oh this like the older ones have less energy and the young ones have more it's just a different energy yeah. it's like they're it's like okay how i see it is kind of like the older bands they're like keeping their shit alive they're not giving up or not conforming to the newer shit which i personally i think that's awesome that's punk like you know what i mean but then the newer bands they're creating their new sect of punk their new uh community in punk and it's like it's away from like it's not it's not a reprint of what It used to be it's something new but it still stays in the same vein and so i think that that's really cool like to like especially when like you know you see like mixed bill shows with like uh older and newer bands it's cool to see the difference in energy in both the band on stage and in the crowd itself too so it's it's an interesting dynamic
0: absolutely um i have a funny uh, dave Dichter uh, story which i'll share on the next break but Let's kick in some more tunes uh, to appease our listeners here, going backwards here back in the early 2000s to mid-2000s. Uh, this is Escapo doing Tagalog. Doing a track called Making Room. Before that was Dystrophy, doing Where's the Kids, Peligro Social, uh, another great, great band, uh, doing 20 Años, uh, No Static, doing Male Gaze, Escapo, doing Tagalog, and that was it for my short shut short short of uh, 90s hardcore, excuse me, 2000s hardcore, and punk tracks. I want to jump back to Eliza, but before I do, I have to share my Dave Dichter story with you real quickly. It was a... I saw uh, MDC a long time ago in a very podunk town in the Midwest called Kenosha, Wisconsin, and they played an all-day fest. Blah, 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 blah. Long story short, uh, all these bands, like, it was one of those fests where you sit, like, through, like, Ten mediocre bands yeah. waiting for MDC. That was a day when there were no good opening bands. <laughs> 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 um, but uh, MDC was setting up to play, and the cops showed up oh. and shut the show down. So I had, you know, and I sh- it's worth mentioning I had driven like two and a half, three hours to get to the show, and then yeah. I didn't get to see them. So the whole point of me telling you this is everyone went outside. The cops threw all everyone out of the club, and MDC we had an RV and they all went in the rv and then all the people were standing around the cops were like you know go home get out of here yeah. whatever and dave dichter came out in a uh in a, like the 70s i don't know if this if you understand what i'm saying you know, to explain if you can do you ever see the 70s era elvis with like the the loss if you can imagine las vegas like yeah. with the big collars and a s- oh, but it I was, know what you're talking uh, about. Yeah. It was like a sparkly, but it was sparkly pink Elvis <laughs> suit. <laughs> and so Dave Dittmer walks out in the sparkly pink uh, uh, suit, uh, like kind of like a s- Elvis snarl on his lip, with an acoustic guitar, <laughs> and then sang all of their anti-cop songs <laughs> to the police. That's <laughs> <no> police. <laughs> But, you know, he was singing, like, No More Cops and, like, all those songs um, with an acoustic guitar dressed as 70s-era Elvis in a pink sparkly outfit. And awesome. it was one, one of the most <clears throat> beautiful things <laughs> I've ever seen yeah. in my life. <laughs> because what what can a cop do? You can, I mean, I mean that's you know, it's not illegal. It's not illegal. Yeah.
2: I mean, they got out of the club. They weren't doing anything
0: Exactly. It was was, was a a beautiful moment in a punk life. Um, But anyway, uh, you have uh, some tracks coming up next for us. Uh, I will be the first to admit we uh, failed at getting one of the records to play on our record player. I apologize. So we were cheating and we looked it up online. So I apologize about that. But who are we going to hear from now?
2: Alright, so this is a band called Stress Relief, and I'm pretty sure they're from Chico, California. I actually got this record yesterday and haven't listened to it yet. Um, Got it here at Thrill House Records. You should stop by here. This is also the only place where you can get Chemical Victim. Um, But this record is called Losing Slash Failing, and I believe it's from 2018. And yeah, I got it because my friends saw them live, thought they were a really good hardcore band, and the record was only $7, so... We're gonna hear it played on Bandcamp.
0: Boom.
1: Be all about, like, spelling and
3: shit.
2: So that was uh, False Flag with, with uh, Obey, which on Spotify is titled Consume Control Obey, but it is just called Obey. And Hit It. Uh, before that was Foghorn, Foggy Thoughts, Two Songs by Field of Flames, Confusion Breeds the Fear and Fallen Angel, Two Songs by Snuffed on Sight, Anya Neck and Blunt Cough, Two Songs by Scowl, Idle Roaring Room and Bloodhound, and we started things off with Burning Desire to Draw Last Breath by Gulch
0: awesome and uh, uh you broke my heart a little bit right after you started that gulch song and we went off air when you told me you never got to see gulch
2: yeah i'm <laughs> still really sad about that all
0: right well uh i don't know any of the people personally but uh if i did i'd put in a good <laughs> for them to play one more <laughs> song you one seem more so set. genuinely sad that i haven't yeah. seen gulch uh yeah because i know you're a, a big fan and yeah. I know how good they were live and I, I'm going to shut up before I start rubbing more salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> you, you know, I have
2: it. had the opportunity to meet Elliot before actually, uh-huh. but I got so scared and I regret it. I was at Thrill I was here and he was here at a show and he was like, let me introduce you. And I was like, give me two seconds. And then he was, and I missed it. And yeah, I still regret he, that. But hopefully, I mean, I see him at shows. I'll probably meet him again one day.
0: <laughs> and, uh, so before we, I, I, I want to give a few shout outs here. Number one to, uh, UV, our mutual friend UV, yes. who, uh, without UV, I'm going to call him out right now on air without UV, I would not be sitting here, uh, being a DJ at Psyched Radio. Uh, so it's super cool. He had me come in as a guest and it was super, super rad. And I thought Psyched Radio was so cool i decided to be a dj here and uh if you weren't so busy i would suggest maybe you should get your own radio show as well because it's a I've lot of fun to it. do this and i know that uv also had you on as yeah. a guest so uh thank you uv uh for having us on and have you seen wharf uv's uh, new band i yet? didn't
2: get the chance to actually see them live yet but i'm going to see them shout out um February 10th at Stagold Delhi, the day before my show here at Thrill House on February 11th. But go see Worf at Stagold on the 10th. I will be there selling my zines.
0: Righteous. Yeah, the, I really want to see them. I want to see their outfits. and Yeah, I've the,
2: seen their their uh, posts and stuff. They oh, yeah. have a very oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> different and unique like, uh aesthetic. I think it's cool. They're doing something that not a lot of bands are doing. Absolutely. Um,
0: And then one more shout out here uh, for those two last songs there from False Flag. Uh, For those that don't know, False Flag uh, coordinated a show with another local band called Surprise Privilege, and they played on our local transportation system here called the BART train. And uh, I could talk for another hour or two about how incredible it was, but basically... They pulled it off and they stuffed uh, not all in one car, but they stuffed literally I'm I'm gonna guess probably like, like four or five hundred people. thousand, oh. really? Wow.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh. nah, that's probably way too much. But yeah. yeah, like you're probably more right, four or five hundred. Yeah, four or and five like hundred. Like three or four yeah. parked cars, like the whole back half of the train or something. It crazy. was so and wild. It um was insane.
0: and they pulled it off and the only reason they got busted and shut down was because uh, someone apparently dropped, dropped a, a vape. vape
2: in, <laughs> so I was there from the beginning to the end. And I, I, we were stuck at Fruitvale Station, which is where it eventually got shut down. We were stuck there for about 10 minutes with the doors pretty much open, like most of that time. We were wondering why the doors wouldn't shut. And to my knowledge, I, I might be wrong. I don't think I am, though. To my knowledge, the cops didn't come because of the music. They came because... One, the doors wouldn't close because there was a vape blocking the doors. And two, because we were so heavy that the train was like, it was genuinely a safety hazard with just the weight the train could not bear. Especially all on that side of the train, the train couldn't bear all of our weight. And we ended up getting the entirety of the Fruitvale BART station shut down for, I think, for the rest of the night. Oh wow! Um, and like, yeah, everyone had to get picked up and stuff. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I felt I felt pretty bad for regular commuters. Oh, uh, me too. We certainly there was no no ill will or intention to shut well, down the train. We were so. in the
2: back. I mean, okay, honestly, I I saw YouTube comments and stuff. It sucks for people who were trying to get home, like from Fruitvale, like in that part of the journey. But I saw comments from people who literally rode the same train on their way home from work, and just they saw us and they got on a different car. And they didn't interrupt them. They, they were just on a different car. Yeah. And they went home because they didn't want to stay for the show, but they saw it. So I'm sorry to any commuters who were negatively affected, <laughs> but that was not our intention. And also there were ways around it. You just had to find them.
0: Yeah. So, we all got home. Yeah. Yeah. So it all worked out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, before I move to my... I'm just going to squeeze in one or two more songs here. I got like five minutes or maybe one more song, but uh, I want to thank you for coming in. This has been super rad. Uh, You actually introduced me to a couple bands. I'd never heard before tonight. So that I will do some deep dives on those and uh, thank you. And go buy yourself a chemical victim zine. Everyone listening out there. uh, If you see Eliza, Eliza, sorry, uh, out and about, uh, I loved how you, uh, during the show, you had the zines, uh, inside your, inside your jacket. That was so funny to me. (laughs) Yeah. I I felt like I was (laughs) like, a like a guy, like you were like a person selling fake watches in New York city, like open your, that was kind of the,
2: it wasn't the best execution, but that was the idea. I'm really glad that you, that you (laughs) saw that actually. (laughs) I'm so glad, but yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. And, uh, Go see the show this Sunday at yeah. Stagel Deli. And come support
2: Thrill House, too, and buy a zine here, because they're the yes. only place that you can buy them. Yes. Always <laughs>
0: give Thrill House all your money. Yeah. All right, I'm going to s- close out with many songs I can squeeze in here. Thanks for tuning in. This is Rob, Psyched Radio, Hearing Damage Guaranteed. Coming up next, we've got California Love. California <laughs> Love.